Greetings. Hi, how are you? I'm listening. Great to meet you. Ah, I've been expecting you. For the good you of all. You come get the voodoo. Uh, hey there. And you are. Light be with hey, you. Great to you meet you. You come to consult the spirits? Welcome to Orgrimmar. Have you come to serve the Horde? Buy and trade. What? Hello and welcome to Control Alt Wow, the podcast for those of us who play video games, including virtual reality, World of Warcraft, Mac Warrior, and Final Fantasy XIV, and love making many alts. Today is Sunday, March 12th, 2023. And this is episode 786 entitled, We Only Got Four Minutes to Save the World. And the Oscar goes to, <laughs> I'm a brilliant your host, and with me are my two awesome co-hosts. Hi, Constrax, how are you doing? I think my world's on fire, and uh, the water's getting warm, and I might as well swim. <laughs> <laughs> Bare naked uh, ladies would say. Uh, How about yourself, Aprilia? I am doing really, really good. Um, I'm having a, a good life and a good time. And uh, I'm happy to be here. The weather's gotten better. Had a nice long walk today. And um, drinking lots of water <laughs> makes a big difference. And Grand Negus, how are you? I'm doing fine. I almost forgot that you guys got daylight savings right. uh, already. So I, yeah, I was lucky that I set my alarm to when I did and not for an hour later. And then I, I made that very uh, politically incorrect joke about the presidency <laughs> making the decisions for us. And Aprilian didn't, she didn't like that. So she, uh, she let me know. That's yeah. not very Canadian contracts. Yeah. You know, you, you, you're lucky you have who you have. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, yeah, we're an hour earlier, right? Yes. yes. Yeah, so you, you have five, five hours difference. We lost sleep, but at the same time, is it is it really lost? Is it going into ether? Um, I have uh, everywhere I went yesterday. I crashed computers. I had this portable EMP field around me, and every terminal I went to pay with my debit card, it would crash and crash. So I had to buy hiking boots yesterday, and I couldn't because I crashed four terminals. So wow. I tried to buy these boots for two hundred twenty four ninety five Canadian, Ooh. and nobody could sell it to me because everywhere I go, I crash the terminal. They have to reboot the lottery machine. The they gas station, re- the, the gas station didn't want to give me gas. They have um, to reboot. Yeah, the, the 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 lottery machine crashed. I took you out- wanted to buy a pair of boots. Everywhere I went yesterday, every the whole universe was on fire. And I went to take money out of the, the cash machine. I tried to take out 100. It only gave me 20, and the machine closed and set out of service. Like, what? Mm-hmm. Find me. 
Wow. Yep. So, anyways, um, you're still here, and that's what counts. Yes, <laughs> yes, now. I survived. You're the survived. apocalypse is now. <laughs> and it will be televised. <laughs> All right, so what's going on this week? It's the finale of... Uh, oh, wait, wait. First of all, uh, the, the biggest thing that's going on is um, the Oscars. Yeah, you, yeah. You Did you see how many Asians are nominated this year? It's like never before. A woman director for Pixar, first time ever, directed a full movie. She's the first Asian Canadian to ever direct oh, wow. a full movie. Yeah, it's never done before. We're so very, very proud to have that talent represented. And she got an Oscar nomination right away. Yeah, you see, that, that's, a, that's a record. She's vice president of Pixar now. She started 12 years ago as an intern. Yeah. Many we, live, people we live in a completely that. different society than what I grew up in. Yeah, many other people need to make like 10, 20, 100 movies before they get one nomination. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah I remember back in the day, the writers of Rocky, the, the, the editors and whatnot, they won an Oscar, but the, Sylvester Stallone, he wrote that movie free. He gave it, he donated the script and he acted because he couldn't find an actor. So he acted in his own movie and they pulled him up on stage and he held up the two other guys' arms and he said, There you guys are my heroes. And he's like, that was his start in the movie business. He had to sell his dog to finish the movie. He was so poor. And uh, he bought this uh bottle of cheap wine, which there's a disclaimer on the label that says you can go blind if you drink this. <laughs> and he bought that right before his scene with Adrian. And they were going to leave it out of the movie. And he said, they said, we only have mo enough money for one take. So he bought this cheap, cheap, cheap wine, which was like 100% proof or whatever. He drank that before the shot. And they said that once he made the movie, otherwise it would, it would have gone nowhere. It would have been forgotten. So hmm. it's uh, incredible how some people make a difference with one small thing. They change the course of history. Right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, what's going on? What is? Uh, we only got four minutes to save the world. <laughs> oh, um, I. That's part of my content. But if you want, I'll. No, no, I'll, you I'll give you. You can save it for your content. Yeah, I, right, I, so, I just really, um, I really want to share it because I'm going to be interrupted in like four minutes by the uh, the care lady. Okay. So I'd rather save it for when I have the the full flavor of the effect. All right. All right. Uh, this week we have Time Walking Wrath of the Lich King. Mm. And I'm trying to find my bar because the app keeps shutting down on me. Every time I try to turn on the Blizzard app, it shuts down. Oh. I don't know what's up with that. I it, it was good when we had it persistent, but I think the um, since the last couple of patches, like I run Windows 10 Pro Edition and I don't know if you remember back in the day, I started playing WoW on Windows 2000. Ooh. I didn't have enough money for a proper computer. So 
when they retired at OS, I was like, I had to buy a new computer. That, that was like dramatic. I said, I had to spend several thousands of dollars because they retired that free OS. I had a disc that I got at a convention. I had an expo. I got it for free, the OS. So oh. I, I had to go out and spend money at this point. I had to buy windows. Windows was uh, $439 just for the disc. Wow. That was the French version. You know why it was $439? What it says of being $139 was $439 because there was French writing on the box. It came from France. So to have that French writing on the box, there's a whole rigging, a whole system of they have to translate, then the government of Quebec has to buy it, the government of Quebec has to make a profit on the French writing on the box. So just to have it that box in French, you had to pay an extra $300 on the box. Wow. That's my story. When I bought Windows XP Pro back in the day. That, Question. And, and, yeah. Why didn't you just buy the 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 one in in English and then use the language pack? I lived in Quebec. Yeah, but language packs are like downloadable. And I guess I you, you, you know I had to fight to buy a legit copy in Quebec. Everybody makes makes uh, pirated copies of Windows. That's why every company bans Quebec the province of Quebec from participating in high ranking tournaments is because they, they, a lot of the students don't pay for their license. They steal a copy of windows just so they can learn. It's, um, it's like a corruption in Spain, people not working or Greece. They don't want to pay their taxes because they can't afford. So the, the Greek economy is bankrupting Europe because people don't pay their taxes is the same principle in Quebec. The students are organized criminals basically because they don't want to pay. It's just, but can't you can't you buy a, a legit English language? No, nope. nope, it's not available. It's not available. The government does not support it. It is but that the government, stupid. That level is stupid. The government is has. Decides what version, what language version Windows you can buy? That's right. That's right. Because of the Bill 101. They okay. force you to learn French first. If you want to learn English, it's at your expense. But first, you have to learn French to be able to converse and do business in French. That's the language of the business there. They, they That's why every... 25 years, they tried to do a referendum to leave Canada, but they still want to use Canadian dollars. They still want to use the Canadian army, and they still want to use uh, the Canadian borders to do free trade and whatnot. They don't want to go to civil war with Canada, but they well, want pretty their much independence. Like pretty much. <laughs> Everyone carries a gun type of deal. <laughs> and so that's the same principle, yes. Yeah, so but, Texas, anyway. Bavaria, Copenhagen, all the same thing. Yeah, yeah. I had a Romanian lady that strolled up to me in a conversation. She goes, I own a gun. I go, okay. thanks for telling thanks for telling me. I, I I don't see how that pertains to anything we have to say to each other. That's a coworker, you know. Wow. So, anyways, uh back to our sheep here. The time walking dungeon event ends on Tuesday, which is the Wrath of the Lich King. Uh if anybody wants to go see Arthas to kill him one more time. 
try. Maybe you'll get Invincible on the music scroll. Maybe you'll get them out. Uh, also, the Battleground bonus event begins. Uh, so that means you do four Battlegrounds. You get a piece of rain here if you pick up the quest in Valdraken. So I, I finally made it to Valdraken. I got my flying. I hate it. Nice. <laughs> but I got it. It's, it's, it's mandatory, this expansion, if you want to go places, because everything's so vertical. You, you, you can travel by road, but basically uh, no, 80% yeah, of the, uh, the, the stuff is inaccessible. Right. Yeah. And PvP Brawl, Gravity Last begins. So that is the eye of the storm. But every couple of seconds, you get thrown into the air and you land on the opposite side of the map and you end surrounded by enemy players. So I hope you have Vanish or Stealth or something because you're going to die quickly if you end up in enemy base or enemy territory. Also, PvP Brawl, the Erethi Blizzard ends at Tuesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Or is it Pacific Advanced Time? Or what is it called now? Daylight day, 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 Savings. Day, day. Uh, Daylight time. Yeah. So it's 8 a.m. daylight savings time on the Pacific Coast, which is yeah, Vancouver, Vancouver LAX time, Los Angeles time. So every time I have to explain to somebody where I live, what my time zone is, it just becomes a, a horrible, horrible, horrible mess. You just say what city you're in, you plug it in on their iPhone, and then you know where I am. Right. So that's what's going on in WoW. Uh, classic, I didn't look. And currently going on, the end of the Sunday was Dark Moon Fair. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get going with our weeks. Oh, excellent. Oh, oh. How you doing? I get giddy and love making mini alts. My dog is trying to poop for the horn and for the alliance. It was funny on my head. Well, brilliant. How was your week in gaming? It was so, so good. Um, let me see. Where should I? I'm going to start with Population 1. Population 1 has gone free to play. <laughs> and they have revamped it. From the ground up, there's so many interesting changes. Uh, so, you know, I think I talked about this last week. It's not really such a big deal that they're free to play because, you know, it wasn't a, it was never a subscription base. So you just bought the game and then, you know, played as much as you wanted to. Their biggest, uh, I'm sure, income flow was the skins. And they came out with a lot of skins and people like me. We're eager to buy them, so I mean, I know I've spent in the last year over a hundred and fifty dollars on skins at least, if not more and um and it you know works a lot like uh Pokemon or and even I think uh candy crush to some extent, where you go in and you buy their gold and then use their gold to buy something buy the skins, so I would. Uh, yeah, go buy a pack. So the free to play is not that big a deal, but they did change a lot of things, and this is the one thing they changed that is so exciting. They now have a single player game. <laughs> I Ooh. they they really have 
added, they really have made it population one because you can now go in and uh, I'll put a link to a video in the show notes, but I, I put a screenshot that shows a single player. So you go in and you're playing against 12 other uh, AI. So it's, it's a lot like PVE instead of PVP. And, but here's the difference. There are four teams of three and they're fighting each other as well. <laughs> so it's just the bots were always coming after you. If, if two teams of, if, uh, and you were always playing with two other people when you were playing with bots. Um, this was interesting because sometimes you would be fighting, uh, you would, you would, you, it'd be, it would be a random group of, you know, two other people. And a lot of times people went in to do their challenges and then they would, uh, if they died, they would bail or they wouldn't talk or, you know, you would need help and they weren't there. So it wasn't a cooperative thing. And, uh, I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't that hard and it would go by quickly. This is a little bit different because the uh, 12 uh, AI people go off on their own and, uh, you know, you can spend some time. So you have an option. You can either follow them, get in the thick of it, or you could do something that a lot of people like to do. There's, there's two types of people in Population 1. There's the ones that like to go shopping. <laughs> I call it gearing up. And then there's the people that just want to jump right in to the fight and uh, start, you know, getting into the battle, whether they're prepared or not. I mean, it's called hot dropping or, and you know, uh, immediate interacting. And I like to gear up, get my, uh, get, get my right gun, get some health things. So you can play it either way. And the first time I played it, it was really hard. I did, I didn't win. I think I won my second match. But here's the kicker. You don't get XP, so it doesn't contribute towards getting your gold coat. It's not like someone can go in and farm it and farm it and get it. But they did set up a system where if you go in and you play so many games uh, and win so many games, you get uh, rewarded with some skins. And at the end, you can get uh, a character skin. So that's kind of neat. So for people like me who just want to go in and play against the AI and not deal with other people, I'm I'm having a hard time this week with with Population One and uh, Zenith and kids, and I'm trying very hard to um, to be nice and be helpful. But kids are not like, I don't know, I guess, I don't want to say that they're not like we used to be. But they're not, they're very demanding. Uh, today, for instance, I had a kid come up to me and say over and over again, I want a pet. I want a pet. And I said, oh, I want a jacuzzi. And he says, I'm not going to give you that. And I'm like, no, but I'm not going to give you a bet either. And I'm, you know, there's a way you can ask for things. And I started to feel a couple of times this week, I did help a few people. And I don't mind tutoring people. I don't mind doing that. But I did feel like I was babysitting. 
I know exactly how that feels. I, uh, I, I have to be a little careful when I go to work. So I turn sarcastic and it can be let me in trouble, right? Mm. Like if somebody's screwing up and if they're screwing up on purpose, I go, keep saying, good job, good job, good job. And it, it's, I, I'm really telling them you should be paying attention to what you're doing. But it's like, I, I'm like, if I keep going, it just, it makes them even more enraged. Right. Well, I have been tutoring a lot in game and I don't mind it to a certain extent as long as the kids are um, are nice. Although one day I was taking someone around and showing them stuff and showing them how to capture pets and um, I just realized that I was not doing what I wanted to do in the game. But I did get to do yeah. one thing that I really enjoy doing and they have a whole bunch of events and I'm sure this the same thing they have the same thing in World of Warcraft and probably in Final Fantasy 14 where if you participate in these events you can get um uh outfits cosmetic things and there are these cute little outfits called the sunshine outfits. There's a cute little hat. There's a little uh, jacket with like a little halter top. And uh, But you have to participate in many layers of the event. The first one is outside this cave where you are defending and stopping uh, the, the people from getting into the circle of the, the mobs. Inside the cage, you have to occupy certain... Uh, spots to keep them from being overrun and then there's a big battle there's two big battles inside with nagas giant nagas <laughs> and uh it was very thrilling i'd never done it before i did have a guy fuss at me because uh the last time i had i'd only done it three times one time i went to do it and they told me to go from spot to spot and this other time this guy said bro Bro, I'm going to need you to stay in that one spot. I'm like, first of all, I'm not bro. <laughs> I've come to hate that word. <laughs> mm. uh, but uh, I but, always have. <laughs> bro. <laughs> you know, um, did, did either one of you ever watch Doctor Who? Mm-hmm. So, um, was it? I think it was the Matt Smith one where they went to the end. No, it might have been David Tennant. He went to the end of the universe and there was this um, old man and she had, he had this assistant who had this, who was from another place and she had to say thung at the beginning of each sentence and at the end of each sentence. And that's what they sound like to me because they, they, everything they say has to end with bro. But anyways, <clears throat> back to the stuff. So, uh, I did the sunshine event and then I realized I've been playing Zenith wrong all along. So, you know, I'm an alcoholic at heart. I love making new characters. I I'm even an alcoholic in Pokemon. I have three different, I have each color character in Pokemon. And so I wanted to have, so there are two classes and three roles so the two classes right now are, and are uh, uh blade master which is a lot of you know and then 
essence mage, which is pew, pew, pew with your guns. And sometimes you toss stuff and make uh, like a lot of s uh, motions to throw stuff, uh, spells at the, uh, at the mobs or, you know, whatever you're fighting. And so my, th the, and the three roles are DPS, support, which is kind of like a healer, and uh, a tank, which of course, you know, we know what a tank is. So I was, I started making a blade master tank, a blade master uh, support, and a blade master DPS. And then I was doing the same thing with the essence mage. And, you know, I have two accounts because I'm crazy. I have an account on Steam. And so I was doing, uh, I was doing the same thing on Steam. Well, it turns out, and, and I have to thank you, Grand Nagus, because you were the one that got me thinking about this. You don't need to have a different character to have the three roles. Each character can be... Uh, can can level right you just have to level it so that's what was confusing to me because I would go okay I can see the roles and I finally figured out you can change the roles but once you when you first changed like my first one was I had a, a level 40 DPS and then when I changed to the hit to the support it's level one. <laughs> oh mm -hmm. no. And it's fun it's funny because when you start all over again, you cannot um Ooh, your playtime expires in thirty minutes. <laughs> I, I guess I'm going back for a little uh, this is World of Warcraft. I guess I'm going back to do my uh um uh Iron Man, uh, uh, Working Man tune because I won't. Working Man, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm gonna go back and work on that. But you can't, you can't carry more than ten gold. You can have ten gold on you if you already have it, but you can't get any more. Yeah, uh, you can't put anything on the auction house. It's okay, but it's a Working Man tune. It's fine. She'll be fine. And then I'll think about extending it later because you know I go in and I put it on my card and then I take my card off. Right. So I don't get charged automatically. Okay, so um, so I realized that what when you change it to one to like I went from DPS to a support. Now I'm naked, <laughs> and it was I was seeing people in the low level area, level one, and they were naked. And I was like, how, first of all, how do they get there? Because when you do the starting area, it's called the, um, it's called the academy. You leave there at level six, level five at the high, at the lowest, but I've always left at level six. And so I was wondering, but this is, this is what it was. They changed their role. And I'm like, I don't want to run around naked. So I, <laughs> I did a couple of things where um, before I changed, I would go and try to kill low-level things to get low-level gear. And then um, there is a place called the Underside in the city where not, where not many, no one ever goes there. It's kind of ironic because when we really started the game, uh, that's where people went. That's what, that was the original starting area before the academy. But I like to go there when I want to show somebody how to do uh, pet capturing because you can do it without mobs interfering or aggroing mobs or um, other people around. 
But there's also these things called chimerats or chimerats, C-H-E-M-E-R-A-T. So they're, they're like part wolf and part rat. And uh, you, you can level up by killing them. And there's actually a daily where you kill 25. The sad thing was somebody asked me where they were, where these particular um, beasts were. And I thought they were upper level beasts, but it was sad because they were actually um, uh, in the under thing. And I had, uh, I didn't know, they were in the underside. So I would go in there, let them get leveled up. And here's the other thing I would do is if I complete a quest on my level 40, who's not getting any XP, I can turn the quest in on my lower level tunes and the X, they get the XP from, I mean, it's not my lower level tunes. And this is the thing I kept trying to get in my head. In my role that's lower leveled, then that yep. XP goes to that one. Is that the same thing in Final Fantasy fourteen? It depends. Okay. Usually you can, but if you obviously if you have a job quest that's specific to your job. job right. If it's a tribal quest, uh which are the tribal factions, the like uh, like if you if you have the the, the factions like the like any of the, the the expansion factions like Wormrest Accord or stuff like that. Right. Um you accept the three quest daily quests as uh, on one job mm. and then you have to complete them and turn them in on that one job. So okay, you have to be careful. To you can accept world. them you can accept accept them on any job, obviously, mm. but you have to complete them and turn them in on that job. Okay, gotcha. Um, so uh, it was interesting leveling, and I've been going back and forth. I've been uh, the other thing was that it was level forty, so there were these daily quests that you get every day in, in your agent rank that I wasn't able to you know, what was the point of me doing them now because I'm not getting XP. But I'm I'm learning, um, you know, I'm switching back and forth and each time I uh my other roles are leveling faster, so I have to have clothes for each one and I was starting to try to save some clothes a gear, you know, um, for the next time I, I leveled my other role, because there's three roles. So now I went down my DPS, my DPS is max, my support on, uh, on that particular tune is now 17, no, 23. And what's interesting is, and really, really neat about this is that, um, I had gotten to 40 so fast that I actually out-leveled some of the areas that I should have been going into and I didn't I didn't get to go into because I was spending so much time doing the winter festival. So now right, right. Yeah, so now this this role that I'm doing can do these new air er these areas that I need to go in and she's doing oh, okay. it at level. So right, right, right. and it's 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 such a beautiful place. It's such a beautiful uh 
everything around it is just so gorgeous. There are times when you have to go way up in the air to do things in the up way up high uh, on certain machinery and stuff. And once you're up there, it's almost scary looking down like you feel like you're gonna fall mm -hmm. and it's just so beautiful in fact there is the one of the ultimate um quest in zenith is to get to this there's a real big i want to call it a castle in the sky that you have to get to and there's all these things that you can do to get up there. Um, a lot of it has to do with your stamina. And that's you, there's a whole long quest to increase your stamina that lets you jump further and fly further and stuff. And so I'm getting better at the height thing. The height thing in the beginning really, really threw me. But I'm getting so used to it now. And uh, what's really neat is sometimes you get really way up high and you complete a quest. And so now your only option is to jump down. Well, you could you teleport, fast teleport somewhere, but you, you can jump down. And oh, and I'm getting um, my fast travel points further in. The lore is so rich. Uh, and I'm just, I'm really having a lot of fun with Zenith. They really did a good job designing it. And um, I'm looking forward to 1.3. They People have been talking about it. Uh, 1.3 is going to bring in uh, the Cyber Ninja, who, which is the next, another role. Uh, this one is, uses uh, bows and, a, and I think a staff as well. So that's going to be interesting. And uh, it's also bringing in uh, housing, which is, of course, what I'm Ooh, most. Nice. Yes. And it also brings in um, uh, harvesting trees and soil and rocks. So um, someone said to me um, that they think that you're going to be building your house. So you're going to have to go out and get so much wood and so much rocks and so much. And that, that'll be interesting if that's what it is. But I'm really enjoying that. And um, the other things I'm doing is, uh, like I said, my subscription is about to run out. But uh, I've been having a, um, a lot of fun with uh, World of Warcraft. What's your strategy when you let it run out? How long do you let it run out for? A week? Two weeks? Um, yeah, until I really want to, until I, uh, something interesting happens and I want to try it. Uh, something I think of, you know. In the meantime, I can still play, um, you know, my Iron my Iron Man tune. I um, I got three subs. I canceled all three, and then I did a recruiter friend with my wife's account, and I got worried that if I don't, if I'm not subbed, I don't get my reward. So I resubbed my main account. But my other two accounts are in lapse mode. So I don't know if I'm going to let them lapse or not because I've actually transferred my main to my third account. Oh, wow. So I'm, I'm like juggling three subscriptions. And I've also realm quit. So I've moved to another realm. So I'm, I'm, like, I'm like working on several layers of I'm playing this game, but I'm not playing this game. Right, right. I'm not 100% invested anymore. I'm just, 
I, I'm sort of riding the the, the wind, the the gale, and coasting, coasting, coasting yeah. the, the 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 wave, and they're like, I'll just see where it takes me. I, I just don't know. Right, right, exactly, and that's it, that's a nice, you know. Um, one of the things I've always said is you play the way you want you want to play, and sometimes that's the way you think. Oh, oh, oh! I got in trouble yesterday. <laughs> I almost got oh. in trouble. So, one of the confess, things, confess. The priest is in. One of the things that that's going on is the Skyward Mysteries, which is a an event like I don't know if you remember me talking about Faminus and the Winter Festival. What happens is they put a boss that spawns right, right. every fifteen minutes. Well, mm-hmm. not every fifteen. Then minutes, sometimes but, it's an easy fight. Sometimes it's a really long fight. Well. It's two stages, and the first stage are these obel- these um they look like two pyramids stuck on top of each other, and they I'll put a screenshot in the show notes, but they spin around and they are really fast, but you have to kill these guys, and it's usually like uh, two or three dozen of them coming at you over and over, and it's like a three or four minute battle, but it's really fast. So it, what happens is they show up, you take them out. Then the boss shows up, you take him down, and then 15 minutes later, it starts over again. So it's 15 minutes, it's not every 15 minutes, it's 15 minutes from the last battle. Sometimes the battle uh, can last up to 15, 20, uh, no, 10 to 20 minutes, 10 to 15 minutes. So, you know, it's not every 15 minutes. Well, I show up, it's a medium uh, uh, occupancy server because you can pick a server. If I'm not, if I'm just going to be doing something on my own, I usually go to a low population server because I figure if you if it's a higher population or like a medium or a high, um, I think it's better that uh, that's better if you want to join something or you doing something with a bunch of other people. But if you're doing something by yourself, don't go on a high population server because that could stop somebody else from getting in who might want to be with a bunch of other people. So I was on a medium pop and what was happening is nobody was joining the battle. So it's not a battle you can do by yourself, even if you're really... So I think some really high-level, high-geared people could do it, but I wasn't one of those. I'm, so, so it wasn't like an op- opt-in thing. But many people have to join the team. Um, well, they just show up. People know, people know the schedule. A lot of people set their alarms for 15 minutes. It's like a word boss. Right, yeah, it's a lot like a world boss. And so when I showed up this one time, uh, this particular time, nobody was there. So I went and hit a couple of them and then ran over to where some people were just hanging out. And I was like, (laughs) and it dragged all these Spinning, fighting, spewing things. And Good old so, classic train. You drove the mob to the crowd. So I had done it once before, and a bunch of people joined in. And because if we don't fight these particular, they're called the falling foes, F A L L E N F O E S. If you don't kill them and take them out, the boss is not going to show. The event fails. And I basically wasted my time coming there just to do this. But 
one the one time I did it, and a bunch of people were playing chess because that's one thing you can do. And I'm like, go play chess on a low pop server. Don't play chess on a high pop server with people who might want to uh, play this event and not be able to get in because you're over there playing chess. Well, you can play chess or Connect Four, which is something they brought in recently, and it was kind of neat for people. So I had interrupted these people playing chess. And so they all jumped in and they helped. And then they got, they uh, beat back the fallen foes. And the Skyward um, Omen was able to come in and we were able to take it out. Well, this particular time, I got yelled at by some kid saying, There's a level six here. And he died five times. I'm like, Oh, come on, please. It's just a game. <laughs> it's not like... And plus, if he's a level six, it, the whole area is actually level four, level five. It's actually the, like the basic starting area that you end up in, in after you leave the academy. And if there's, there's no time like the present for the level six to learn. But this person was just yelling at me over and over again. So, And then uh, that was yesterday. And then today... I was on a low population server on purpose because I was just doing some questing and I just happened to go, oh, I had to go over there to turn in a quest and there they were. And I just dragged them around the whole area. Nobody else was around, so nobody could get upset. Well, at first, nobody was around. And I just dragged them around. And I, I, I'll put a, show, a screenshot in the show notes of me dragging, uh, being followed by all these uh, fallen foes Plus the other uh, NPCs in the area, and I'm chasing after me. It was it was very funny. So uh, I'm really enjoying um, uh, this part of the game. Uh, and today I'm playing Sims. I didn't realize Sims was free, and I'm playing it on Steam and having fun with that. Um, what else have I been doing? There was one other game. Um, I'm playing Pokemon with Constructs now. Thank you. Did you invite my other tune in? Did you get the other? I'll send it again. It, send I put it. In, I put in one code, and I don't have the other code yet. You don't need a code. I sent you a um. I'll um. I sent you a QR code in the chat. Re referral thing. I didn't look at the, it's not the a referral QR thing, thing yet. It's, you can only do one referral. So it's a QR code. It's it's a way of add that you can allow people. Like you could send somebody your QR code on Pokemon, and then they could add you. And in fact, we could put all our QR codes in the show notes, and then people could add us if they wanted to. So I'm having fun with Pokemon. I'm having fun with uh, um, Population One and Zenith, and uh, I put up some tutorials on my YouTube channel on uh, stuff that you need to do when you first start Zenith and uh, one of the two quests that you should do together there's these two quests that both want you to climb this really tall mountain and if you're going to do it you might as well do both at the same time instead of climbing up and uh, I think that's about been my week <laughs> And I'm having fun. I've had a fantastic weekend. Wow. It's um, very comforting. <laughs> Those battlegrounds where you're not necessarily putting out more damage, but you feel like you're contributing more by pushing all the buttons all at once. 
Bad boy, bad boy. What you gonna do? What you gonna do when they come for you? Constrax, how's your week in gaming going? Uh, my week in gaming's been uh, going like a grand slam. It, uh, I didn't start out the week with MechWarrior 5 because the Dark Moon Fair was going on and I was trying to figure out the profession for blacksmithing. And I was trying to level, I was trying to level, I was crafting stuff, crafting stuff, and everything turned gray. And I'm like, what? What did I do wrong? Why can't I level? So I went to Dark Moon Fair and I got two points. So I got to six from 60 to 62. And then you get these things called, just like in Warlords of Dranor, secrets of blacksmithing. So I'm like, what the heck are these things? What are they for? So I had like 50 or 60 of them. And I didn't know what they were for. When you get a skill point, you get a secret of blacksmithing. When you get a craft, first time craft or something, you get a secret of blacksmithing. When you find a satchel on the ground, like a little purple satchel, usually there's one point of secret of blacksmithing in there. So everywhere, and I am traveling, and I'm like, what these things are? So I uh, I won't do a guide because I don't understand how it works, and I don't want I don't want to look it up. I want to figure it out on my own. I don't want to be given the cookie cutter of this is where you have to spend your points, and these are how the correct way of doing it. And that's I I I said to myself, I want to figure it out on my own. So I, I did the same thing with leather working. I tried to figure it out on my own. I got to a certain point and then you're stuck. So I want to figure out how to get unstuck. So like it, Blizzard doesn't publish a guide. They just sort of put the game out and they, they give you uh, little uh, morsels, little uh, paper trail that you have to follow. You have to look at the, um, where you spend your points and then you have to read the quest text and you have to read the text and then you have to travel and eventually you run out of paper trail and there's nothing to give you a hint about anything and you have to go to wowhead so i did everything i could do to level past 62 i crafted a whole bunch of stuff i did all my first level craft i put all my points where i could and nothing worked so i uh I said, I have to look on Warhead. I'm out of options. It's officially impossible to progress further. So I uh, I opened up my uh, my crafting thing. And if you look in professions under blacksmithing, you have four specializations. The armor smith, which you can level right away at one point of uh, specialization. The weaponsmith, which you can level once I think you reach 30 points in blacksmithing. You have the specialty smithing, which you can only level if you have 75 points invested in blacksmithing. So no matter what you do, no matter how you slice it, if you don't have blacksmithing 75, you cannot put a single point into this. And um, it, it there's different 
bonuses that you get to crafting, you get inspiration, you get resourcefulness, you get, uh, let me, let me bring up my list here. So you get multi-craft, you get inspiration, you get resourcefulness, and there's another one that is like uh, frugality or whatever. I don't forget what the term is, but you use less maths to craft whatever you're crafting. Crafting, So that less maths to craft does not interest me at all. I want to know how to make higher quality items. So sometimes you have to use higher quality mats to get higher quality items. So there's one star, two star, three star. We're back to the three star system. So um, Blizzard said, you know, people didn't really like the three star system, but we're going to give you something more complicated to fill in the blank. And we're not, it's not going to be the three star system, but it'll still be the three star system. And you're not going to feel like the pain. We're just going to put on the rubber glove and, uh, uh, you know, crack our fingers and then. Uh, you're not going to feel the pain. And I'm like, yep, just like at the doctors, we're going to feel the pain no matter what. So anyway, so I'm complaining, but you're going to get to understand my, uh, my gripe here. So I spent 175,000 gold to figure it out. Not one or two gold, 175,000 gold on mats. Wow. So... There's mats that are soul bound and you cannot, you cannot buy those mats. You have to farm them in Ulduar, the new Ulduar, the more buffed up Ulduar. So you have to go there to get the special mats to up your eye level with a multi, it's called, uh, I'm going to give you the name here a sec. called a concentrated primal infusion or primal infusion. So it adds to the recipe difficulty to make it a 418 if you have the correct specialization. And you also need a spark of ingenuity, which is bind on pickup. So you can't buy those. So we're right back to um, Pandaria, where you had to learn all these different things and cataclysm and you would get these soul bound materials the the spirits of harmony or the bloods or whatever mm -hmm. everything would be soul bound and if you didn't have any of those mats you weren't crafting any so if you have those mats you can level your blacksmithing if you don't too bad so you can level to 62 or 64 or 68 depending how often you go to dark moon fair Dark moon fair is once a month However, when you go to Dark Moon Fair, you get, for the blacksmithing recipe, you get three secrets of blacksmithing. So you can invest in learning multiple recipes because the recipe unlocks are all the way at the end of the tree. I'll give you an example. You have to learn Armorsmith. Once you invest 10 points in Armorsmith, you can learn Fine Armor. Once you invest 10 points in Fine Armor, you can invest one point in belts. One point in belt gets you the recipe for the primal molten great belt. So that's 
10, 10, 1. You have to invest 21 points to get one recipe. So you're not going to learn all the recipes. Not until the very end of the expansion where you've gone to Dark Moon Fair over and over and you've farmed every satchel that you can find for this, the secret specialization in blacksmithing. So it's impossible, impossible, unless you have multiple blacksmiths with multiple specializations, multiple investments in multiple branches. So if you want to have four blacksmiths, go ahead. There's a bottomless well of time investment into lit investing into blacksmithing recipes. So if you have four blacksmiths in your guild, you might be able to have a full set. But you have to take them to Mythic Dungeons. You have to take them to Mythic Uldaman. And you have to take them to at least, I would say, regular or heroic Vault of the Incarnates for them to get those soulbound materials. If you're lucky, you're going to open a chest and there's going to be one of those 41 items that you need to make one piece of gear. Wow. So the level and the tenacity of rage that I ingested at that point, that this is no longer a game. This has become a job. So if I want to sell blacksmithing goods... I have to play 16 hours a day, seven days a week to make 100,000 gold a week. That, my friend, does not make sense. Mm. That, in my humble opinion, as a wild player who's a filthy casual, (laughs) I'm sorry, Blizzard. I love you, Blizzard. I've played your game since Diablo 1. I drove 45 minutes to the next city to buy Drabble One because they were sold out where I bought it. Oh, wow. But that is basically 100,000 gold is $14 Canadian. If I work 20 minutes at my job, I make the same amount of money to buy a token as I would working seven days a week for you to make half a token. I'm sorry. Spring break is upon us, and I'm not going to spend spring break playing WoW. I'm just going to go play Final Fantasy, and when I have spare time, I'll do my chores in WoW. Because that's what they've become now, is chores. It's no longer longer a level of sanity that's anywhere close to normality. This is like uh, pushing professions to a thousand percent of the effort to squeeze a drop of water out of an orange. (laughs) (laughs) I understand what you're trying to do. You're trying to make raid gear available to everyone, even people who don't raid. But the, uh, the level that you have to push, and I saw somebody with 411 gear, which either bought it or they crafted it themselves, or they've been playing a lot in raids and They've turned their rating into money-making or their PvP into money-making drops where they get Primal Chaos and Spark of Ingenuity on a consistent basis. The Primal Molten Alloy, I've made a couple of those. The two-star ones, I've invested 110,000 gold to make a couple. 
So I have 24 out of 13 primal alloys. So I, I can't even make two of these with 110,000 gold because it's so damn expensive to buy the reagents. So I was like, okay, like I, I, I understand why my friend wants to sell carry for mythics rather than do this profession stuff because he, he, he can't understand how to make money with this stuff. You need an insane amount of bag space for all the mats. You need at least 50 or 60 slots for everything. I kid you not. I kid you not. So if you have 128 slots, you have the biggest bags you can get. Half of that is just mats. The mats now stack to a thousand. Okay, so maybe you don't need a lot of bag slots, but the problem is you need different quality of mats. The silver, the bronze and the silver, you don't really want a lot of. You want the three-star mats, which are like the gold quality, and those are more expensive by an order of magnitude. However, if you have a blacksmith who specializes in mats, so that's that would be blacksmith number five in your guild or blacksmith number six, they can mass produce those mats at a cheaper rate. Shall we go to the next part of uh, blacksmithing? You have three different thing, items you can equip. You can equip a blacksmithing toolbox, which is called Draconian Blacksmith Toolbox. There's different levels of quality. You can have the highest quality you can have is 346. It gives you 332 resourcefulness and 32 crafting speed. So there's bonuses to these. Oh, wow. So they're essentially. Right, yeah. they're essential if you want to, like, really. Yeah, it's it's not optional. No, they're mandatory. Quite, yeah, yeah, yeah. But on the bonus size, they only cost five gold on the auction house. Mm -hmm. It's part of the leveling process to make these. So you you make them and you throw them away because you have to you have to level to get your one point in <laughs> secrets of blacksmithing. So you make it and you throw it away because it, it it's it's not cost effective. It 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 costs you fit. 20 to 50 gold to make it, and you sell it for five gold. You're just trying to get rid of it. <laughs> so you have the smithing apron, which is a second item made by, it doesn't even tell me who it's made by because when a realm transferred, it deleted uh, the character's name who made it. I think it was made by my, uh, my uh, leather worker. So it's called the smithing apron. You get 30 inspiration and 25 multi-craft. So the inspiration is actually the chance to proc a higher quality item than what you're making. The multi-craft is a chance to, multi to make two of the ore that you're smelting at the same time. So there's a chance to level those. You also need a draconian blacksmith hammer. However, when you're crafting, there's four different kinds of hammer you can use, just like a blacksmith has different tools. So you can have the Draconian Blacksmith Hammer with plus 79 inspiration. It ups your blacksmithing skill by six. You can have the Draconian Blacksmith Hammer with multi-craft for 79 multi-craft. You can have the Draconian Blacksmith Hammer with 79% resourcefulness. Mm. So it creates more of the, uh, the ore. So Depending on what job you do, if you make a mistake, which hammer you're using, you get the wrong kind of result for what you're crafting. 
Right, so that's the next part. Kyle makes a valid point in the chat room. He asked, who has the time anymore to do all that? Right, yeah. We're not done. There's more. Oh, nice. So under specialization, they've separated three main kinds of things you can craft. You can craft large plate armor, which is basically your breastplates, your shields, and your greaves. I don't know how shield qualifies as a large plate armor, but it is. So if you want to specialize in that, you have to spend 10 points, and then you have to have spend one point on each to learn the recipe. So that's 13 points. If you want to learn an extra specialization, if you want to learn, like, let's say, sculpted armor, which is not large large plate armor it's the different kind of armor like helms pauldrons or sabaton you have to spend an extra 10 points so instead of spending 20 10 in armorsmith you have to spend 20 so now you're at 20 points invested another 10 in sculpted armor and then you can spend one point in each helm pauldron and sabaton which is the shoes or greaves or whatever and if you also want to learn fine armor, which is your um, uh, belts, wrists, and gauntlets, yeah, you can spend 30 points total to learn all three specializations, spend 10 points in each specialization, and then spend one point in each specialization under that. So that's a total of 69 specialization points to learn every recipe in Armorsmith. That's just the Armorsmith specialization. The <laughs> Weaponsmith specialization is broken down into hafted and blades. So you can spend on bludgeoning weapons or serrated weapons like daggers and swords or maces and axes slash pole arms. So there's another level to this. You can pick from inscription the stats that you want on each specific weapon or plate. However, you have to specialize 10 points in each. So if you want to put your special special stats, let's say haste and versatility or mastery and versatility for tanking, you want to make a belt, you have to spend at least one point in fine armor to be able to use a special reagent when you craft the recipe for the belt. So the... But you get a better belt. Reagent, no, you don't get a better belt. You get the same belt. However you can increase the amount of stats on that belt. It doesn't increase the eye level, but let's say that you want the gold recipe from inscription, you will then add 235 versatility and 235 mastery as opposed to the bronze recipe, which is only 25 difficulty. But it's more powerful. It's just not higher item level. It's the same thing. The recipe difficulty guarantees the stats. It doesn't mean that it's a 
better item. It just guarantees that you have your stats on it. So it's like oh, okay. Okay. the level okay. of complexity is almost infinite. I would say, I would say you have over fifteen thousand possible ways of, of leveling. Just for for the uh, the complexity, where you want to spend your points, what you want to do, and that is just for armor. Okay. Weapon okay, so is more complicated because you have to have 50 and um, blacksmithing before you can level weaponsmith. Specialty smithing, which is the um, the accessories like the what I talked about, the um, the hammers and the uh, the stones that you can craft and the smelting you can do. That's 75 points you have to invest, invest in that. And they invented a fourth thing you can specialize on which is called hammer control so that increases your skill level when you're crafting something so when you're doing blacksmithing you can have plus one specialization in hammer control which increases your skill level by four so you can you can actually go over the maximum 100 skill points in blacksmithing so you can be more than 100 you can go all the way to 25% extra additional skill when crafting blacksmithing's goods. So Who just it's got called the chocolate cake recipe. Huh? Who just got the chocolate cake recipe? I can't see it on my screen. Okay, I so that I mean, was my that was start your... of my week and I was like I was like overwhelmed. No, no, I'm just saying somebody in chat just said they got the chocolate cake recipe. I just wanted to say congratulations. But Congratulations! I yeah, I let's see. Yeah, Outland recipe. Outland yeah. oh, okay. recipe. It's good for uh, children's week because you can get the achievement done. Oh, congratulations! It's a yeah. rare one. It's a really yeah. rare recipe. Yeah. yeah, they removed the school of hard knocks. You can, if you have small eggs, you can make hundreds of gold just make, making the chocolate cake. <laughs> so yeah, I've done it before. Um, there's a. Another thing I did in the game, I got the uh, uh, handy notes. Oh, so I was I was flying around since I got my flying. You had to do eight or nine or ten quests to unlock flying, which you you it means you unlock it really, really, really early in the game. However, there's a there's a slight dark cloud on that that flying thing when you go flying in dragonflight you discover that they have brought in all the mechanics of flight so in order to fly far you need lift in order to fly up you need thrust in order to um, dive bomb on something you need um to decide whether you're using your dive bomb offensively or defensively in order to, uh, let me pull up my Drake here. There's a renewed proto date, which you get as a basic mount. And the first NPC you rock up to asks you, do you want your mount to be a two-seater or do you want your mount to be fast? Right. So, of course... 
you know, being an alcoholic, I wanted my mouth to be a two-seater. Well, when you unlock flying on one character, you unlock flying on all your accounts. So any character can fly in Dragonflight. Oh. So any of your characters can fly as long as, long as you have it unlocked. You get these six things to unlock that are called bigger. So when you first start out, you only have three, which means you can do these dragon races and then you can dive bomb or you can fly up depending on which button you push. There's a button for dash, which is basically a slide forward as fast as you can. It doesn't give you any rise, but it gets you quicker to where you got to go. So it's useful in the race. There's three levels of racing bonuses. You can get gold, silver, or bronze. Bronze means you finish the race. It, you don't get anything special out of that. There's a quest that um, you're in basically the uh, the waking shore, and you have like eight or ten races to do. Once you've completed them all, they let you move on to the next part of the uh, quest line. Well, what they don't explain to you, and you find out by clicking on the little dragon icon next to your minimap, is that the dragon riding skill has unlocks. So you click on it, and there's basically 40 points or 50 points that you can unlock all the different flying options on your flying tree. It's basically another talent tree. The first three things cost you three points each, but the first few glyphs you unlock give you three points each as you go up the unlocks cost five and the skills you get the skill ups from the glyphs are less and less so at first they're worth three then they're worth two and every glyph after that is worth one so as you progress it's like you're getting fatigued with this knowledge and you can unlock everything, but it means you have to fly on top all the way up to, like, Mount Everest. Like, you made this one mountain really, 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 really high. And the only way to fly up there is to rest. So if you know anything about aerodynamics, when you take the plane, the plane spends 80% of its fuel to get to cruising altitude, which means when the plane takes off, they burn all that fuel to get up to 35,000 feet. And at 35,000 feet, they just glide to their destination with less than 20% fuel. And when they get to the destination, they just have enough fuel to maneuver to land. So they try to calculate the absolute minimum amount of fuel they can put in the plane for it to get to where it's going. And if anything goes wrong in flight, they always try to have, find airports where they can land with a shorter distance. The only um, people who put more fuel in than what they need are people who fly over the Atlantic or the Pacific because there's nowhere to land in between. So it's the same thing in Dragonflight. If you want to go further, you have to dive bomb, and then you have to uh, kind of swing up, or you can use your lift button. Your lift button gives you, um, I would say, 15 yards to go up. So you flap your wings on the drake, and then you can glide down further. So if you need to go further, you, you go up. 
if you need to get there quicker, you dive ball, which is the same principle as an eagle. Right. If you think about it, an eagle flies up to 5,000 feet in the sky. And at 5,000 feet, the focus on the eye is so good that an eagle can spot a mouse in a field at 5,000 feet up. At that point, or a rabbit, at that point, the, the eagle's found its dinner, so it wants to collect the dinner to feed its young. So it dive bombs. The rabbit, when the eagle comes close to the ground, the, the rabbit can hear the eagle coming. It only has one thing of defense. It can dash to the left or it can dash to the right. At that point, the, uh, the eagle's in kill mode. The talons shoot out. And if the eagle guesses it right, it catches the rabbit. If the eagle guesses it wrong, the rabbit gets away. Well, it's the same thing with dragonflight. You can choose to pick how you land. You can use your landing as a defensive shield. So you get a buff for four seconds to protect you. So you can take off again without being dismounted. Or you can use that as a shockwave that attacks everything within eight yards. So I, I understand the mechanics. What they've done is they've, uh, they've taken the heroic leap from the warrior and decided, do we use that as an attack or as a defense? There's another thing you can put. Um, so it's called the Dragon Rider's Initiative when you uh, land on something. And it's called the Dragon Rider's Compassion when you put a shield. Uh, another one is the Dragon Rider's Cultivation. So that is when you gather herbs or minerals, it actually triggers a 400% recharge on your vigor. So you can take off the skies quicker. So let's say you're a farmer and you want, you want to... Um, you want to um, collect a lot of herbs, they give you the chance to be just a farmer. You don't have to attack other players. You can just go around from node to node to node to node faster and faster and faster so you can mount up quickly. You could also be a dragon rider's hunt, which um, I think when you fly close to an enemy, you can dismount them. So if you if you like to do PvP, your thing is to you fly behind somebody and they get dismounted and fall to their death. Bam. Instant honorable kill. I've actually dismounted accidentally several times because I, I hit the same button as I was using to mount up. So I I would fall to my death trying mm. to get a little bit more soaring. There's a couple achievements called Winds of the Isles, uh, Whirling Surge, and bronze time lock all has to do with time walking. You can roll back time like uh, Tracer in the oh, Overwatch. So you can back up to a certain jump point on your course. You can fly faster if you buy a certain Drake, which is only cost 4,000 gold. It's not very expensive, but you have to finish the quest line and walking shore. And the next zone uh, will give you the achievement. It's called Together in Disguise. You can increase the great distance. Your, your spiral, like when you go forward, you can increase that greatly by uh, getting the Whirling Surge, which requires, requires the achievement at Azure 
ally. So I've unlocked all the basic points and it gives me six biggers so I can climb six times. And I'm telling you, six times sometimes is not enough to get to where I need to go. So what I need to do is reorganize where I'm aiming to to get just enough climb that I can land on the ledge, wait for the uh, vigor to recharge to full, and then I climb all the way to the top tier of where I'm going. I could get the faster Drake, but what's important, more important to me is that I can carry an ally. That way, if somebody needs help, I can carry them to where they got to go. I, I know when I started, somebody greatly helped me level by just carrying me to the Cobalt Assembly and helping me level. So that I'm very, very grateful they did that for me because um, I, it saved me a lot of time and I was able to calm down to the level I could play the game, even though I'm a casual now. I also found out that Rogue got two different spells which have been removed from the game previously. They got Blade Rush, which is actually a charge, and it unlocks... Um, Blade Flurry, I think. You get 100% extra damage to your targets that are not the main target. So that's wonderful. It's finally DPS cooldown for PvP. You also have a thing that I think used to be part of uh, Assassination. It's called Sepsis. It's an, a fantastic skill. When you attack somebody, you get to use your Shadow Dance abilities one ability for free, and if it doesn't kill your target, you get to use a second ability. So if somebody doesn't understand what your uh, Shadow Dance is, Shadow Dance is basically your uh, stealth abilities. So you can use either Ambush, Cheap Shot, Blade Furry, Gouge, Blind, all that stuff. It unlocks itself when you use Sepsis. You get one of those skills back. And sometimes you just need that little bit of DPS to kill something. I made the mistake of going up to a bunch of minerals and trying to farm. And I turn around and there's a big elite standing right behind me. (laughs) (laughs) And I can vanish as a rogue, but you know what? You get a debuff. You can't vanish. You can't run away. You can't outrun. You just die. So your two options are... Stand and fight or run and die. Well, since they gave me those two cooldowns, um, Blade Flurry and Sepsis, I just do my poisons. I make sure they have wound poison or crippling poison. And I can, I'm allowed two poisons on my Outlaw Rogue. I'm allowed my instant poison, my wound poison, or my crippling poison. So I pick my two best combination for that mob I'm fighting. And They've put another thing in the game. Now, when you farm certain minerals, you catch on fire. Huh? You don't just catch on fire. You die from the fire. So when you farm molten lava alloy, basically, you're going to die. So you have an option. You can just wait to die. You can drink a potion. If you drink a potion, it's not guaranteed you're going to have enough life to survive. Mm -hmm. So what I do as a rogue, which is wonderful, is I have a cloak of shadows. I can shake off the debuff. So all I got to do is not farm that ore all the time. 
I just farm it when my cloak of shadows is up. Then when I catch on fire, I just pop cloak of shadows and rid of that debuff. So it's good if you have a potion that does um, uh, rid you of uh, fire resistance or something to lessen the damage to fire. Because if you just farm and farm and farm, you're just going to die. Um, is there a I, chance uh, that you get the debuff or is it always? It's a 100% chance you're going to get the debuff. Ooh. So every time you farm that ore, you collect rousing fire and if you don't mitigate the damage somehow, like uh, have a, a shield, an active shield or somebody to heal you or somebody to clear the debuff, you're you're just going to die. It's the, it's a uh, it's automatic. Can you spell so, it? You use cloak of shadows, removes no. the fire damage. Generally, can can you use a dispel spell like a priest? I haven't experimented. I'll have to tell you when I do it by my priest next next week. Since I have two accounts, I can have my priest follow me. So I'll have to try it with my priest, the master spell and whatnot. Yeah, because uh, like like if you're like on a druid. And since since fire is on nature is an elemental spell, it should work that if you have a D spell, no, it does. Does Druid have a D D spell? I, I think they do. So it they have they bark work. skin, and they they have a lot a lot of healing abilities. I don't know if they have a dispel per se. I think they could cure disease or something like that, just like the priest. Mm. Mage has a dispel. You can ice block out of it. Um, for my rings, I was having a problem because I wanted to equip a ring. I didn't have enough uh, of a level to go to heroic dungeons. I didn't want to do regular dungeons to gear up. So I went and bought a Crimson Combatant Jewel Signet. And I that's item level 343. It's not the highest level, but I don't care. It's fine. I just need to bring up a couple of points so I go, can go into Heroic. And from the Heroic gear, I can go into LFR to gear. So if my progression raid eventually wants me to join for a fight or two, I can go in there. So um, I went to the auction house and I bought a Versatility Mastery Ring. And I looked and I looked. And so, oh, it doesn't say Unique Equipped. Usually when you bought an item for PvP, it would say unique equipped, and you wouldn't be able to buy a second one. And they've removed that. Oh. So I bought a second ring, which is haste versatility instead of versatility mastery. I equipped both rings. I socketed both rings. I enchanted both rings. So now my rings can be eye level 398 in Battlegrounds, which is really good because I want to do some Battlegrounds at 2v2s. I bought a Dark Moon deck, Watcher, which um, basically gives you a buff when you pop the cooldown. You either get 5 or 12, you get an Absorbed Shield for 87,000 damage, or you get 1,500 versatility for the same duration, which is really, really good. It's a 30-second cooldown, which means you can just keep popping it as you play to get oh, a, nice. a buff or... To get a uh, increased versatility, I also bought a PvP trinket, which I think somebody crafted for next to nothing. It's unique equipped. I don't care. It just ups my uh, my survival 
I have 56,000 health. So if I'm about to kill somebody and I'm going to die, I could pop my trinket for a little bit of extra health so I could use, drink a potion or eat before I die while the other person's dead. So I don't have the, um, the undead ratio where you can eat the corpse. But um, I think they nerfed, they nerfed heavily every man for himself. Mm. It doesn't do what it used to do. Um, another thing that I've done, what was it? I've gone to Classic and my auction house just tanked. I, I did all these explanations last week of how to do uh, the uh, Greenland Embracers and people have caught on. <laughs> oh, wow. He jumped into that market. I can't make any more gold there. So I have to uh, reinvent the wheel and figure out where else I can be gold. I can level my other... Self-inflicted wound. I did. <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's fencing. They call it suicide when you touch the other person's heart, but you don't protect yours. If it's a double touch, that means they, start, they stab you by you stabbing them. You lose the point goes to the other player because you did not defend yourself. When you go to attack, you're always supposed to protect your own heart. If you do a double stab, a double stab, it's a suicide. It's not, you don't win. You lose the fight because of that. So whatever you read in the books about uh, uh, the winner is like uh, uh, whoever sacrifices himself, that's wrong. You're not supposed to sacrifice yourself. You're supposed to preserve your life. Right. They, they um, say that like when you're on the airplane, if you're uh, put your and you have problems, put the mask on your face yeah. first and then you can save your kid. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, if, if you're dead, you can't help nobody. Right. I went and bought some transmog at the trading post and basically the transmog was super cheap uh, because you get a thousand coins a month maximum. If you have multiple subs, you get 500 per sub. So since I have three subs, that means I uh, I maxed out. I maxed out basically just by having subs. So I didn't have to do anything. I uh, I got a thousand coins just for logging in. Oh wow! So I bought I bought a little chest full of. Uh, Gems, basically, you can see it on the show notes at controloutwild.com. And uh, since I transferred to this new realm with lots of fantastic people, I uh, I donated some mounts. I donated 14 mounts. You can see the show on the show notes. I donated uh, Files of the Sands. I donated Sky Golem. And when I move my, uh, my uh, engineer next month, I'll make some engineer choppers to drop in the vault. So just give those to the uh, raiders because they totally deserve it. They're making progression, and you'll get something out of it when they they kill they get the final kill at the end of the expansion. If we get ahead of the curve, people get their mounts automatically. Oh, so nice. uh, why not? Yeah. I think in order to get ahead of the curve, you have to defeat the end boss in heroic mode. Minimum. Yep. So you don't have to do it on mythic. Mythic is a different mount. But the basic mount, like I got my moose back in the day when Riders of Rohan took me on their their uh, friendship moose run. So I didn't cost me anything. All I had to do was show up, die in the fire right next to the boss. I think I died in like 10 seconds 
the boss did an AOE and I didn't know, I didn't know it was coming. So I still got my moose. I was really, really grateful. Bell is a fantastic. Yeah, I, I got it the same way. Basically, yeah. go in, hit it, hit the boss once, and then keel over. Yep. Have aggro and keel over. Yeah, and you're good. <laughs> yep. They, they don't expect you to do anything. They can easily carry no, they you. Tell, they tell you, don't do anything else. Do exactly yeah. that. Do exactly that because you might because wipe the raid if you do it wrong. It, exactly. Yeah. yeah. What was I going to say? I uh, So I got my transmog. I found out there's a thing in Valdraken. I want to say the correct name. So let me just fly there real quick. Valdraken is beautiful. When you think about it, um, they, didn't, they didn't have to go overboard with everything, but they... They wanted to make it a little bit spectacular after the defeat of the Legion, and they're like, well, what can we do? Right. Well, let's go back to the Titan stuff, and the Titan stuff, first and foremost, was the aspects, right? Because the Titan picked out these five dragons to kind of watch over humanity, and uh, I'm also watching or uh, the uh, Live, Laugh, Lore, so I'm learning lots about the lore that I never knew about why we go into certain dungeons and whatnot. And I found these secret um, secret currency. Let me give you the name. It's called Elemental Overflow. So there's these um, these raid gear that are available in Baldraken at a vendor um, it's basically an evoker, so it's a Drakthir that uh, is able to hand out all these rewards, and he's got two pets for a thousand elemental overflow. Now, the, the only elemental overflow I've found is in chests. One chest had 50, and the other one had 45. So I don't I don't want to give the wrong name here. I think it's over. Yeah, it's in the chest here. Uh, one sec. This is it. There's the vendor. No, that's the bank. Okay, I don't know where it is, but I'll put it in the show notes for next time. Uh, sorry about that chat room. Uh, and the last thing I want to say is why we only got four seconds or four minutes to save the world is I was doing Dark Moon Fair and I realized I didn't do all the quests on my main. Oh, no. And I started running and running and running. And you can no longer summon inside Dark Moon Fair. They've disabled that. So you can't summon for Dark Moon Rabbit anymore. You can't summon for... Um, uh, you cannot summon... No, you cannot summon. They removed the summoning on Dark Moon Island. Oh, how awful. Warlocks can't summon there anymore. So I'm running and running and running. I can't get there fast enough. I got to my last quest, my cooking quest, and I don't have any flour. Ah, mm-hmm. okay. So I go I go on my main account, um. and I try to mail to myself, and it says, you cannot mail to a different realm. <laughs> no. So, so, you know, if you if you, you had been in Clan of Darkness, you could have yeah. opened your guild bank. Yes, but 
it's and that kind eighth, of darkness. Right. And on the eighth tab, there's always flower. There's always flower. I know you're going to tell me I rolled the wrong faction. I love a lot. There's always I, die. I and there's always, what is your thing? The thing you need for the fizzy juice? The, so. Now, the, uh, yeah. the juice, um, melon juice or whatever. Right. I forget what it's called. Anyway, so I get to the vendor and I've got 15 seconds left before midnight takes over. And just as I pull my flower out of the mailbox, I turn around and Oof. the torrent's gone. You're in Mulgore. He departed. He left. No, not in Mulgore. I'm uh, still on Dark Moon Island. It doesn't kick oh. you off the island right away. Oh, okay. But the vendor is gone oh. for the quest. Mm. So I'm left holding the flower in my hand. Mm. And he's gone. He's not there. So I can hold the quest till next month. But I like... Screw this. I threw the reagents away. I threw the reagents away and it removes the quest from your quest log, which is fine. I'll just pick it up next time. And uh, I I did another thing. What's the other thing I did? Come on, come on, brain. I think. Uh, I did so many things. I had so much fun. I had fun doing my chores because that's what they were chores. I did the, the pet battles at Dark Moon Fair. I showed Grand Niggas what I was doing last week. I did not PvP, but I wanted to. I'm going to look at my character for a second. Yeah, I did a guild realm transfer. That's what I want to talk about. So... Last thing on the menu. I save the best for last. So, when you do a guild realm transfer, don't do what I did. <laughs> so, I went and promoted my guild, uh, my inscriptionist to guild master. Instead of using my regular character, I went to promote somebody else's guild master. And then I hit Guild Realm Transfer, which costs $44 Canadian. It's $11 more than a regular character transfer. So for $11 more, you transfer a Guild Master and a Guild Bank and everything in the Guild Bank to this new Guild. But don't they have to be... A new server. Don't they have to be Guild Master for so long? Seven days. Ah, see, there you go. So... I went and clicked on it and said, you cannot, because you haven't dealt deal master for more than three days or whatever. Mm -hmm. So, I thought, damn it, I screwed up. So, I'm like thinking and thinking and thinking. I'm like, what if I wait two extra days? What if I don't wait a whole week? What if I wait till reset? So, I logged on on Thursday and I clicked the button and it worked. Oh, but it was the wrong time. So when they say seven days, it still works oh. if you so really do it after realm reset. So it's really you have to be guild master more than the length of the reset. And then I did another mistake. I kicked my guild master from the previous guild. And, and then I thought, wait a second, wait a second. I get to keep that guild in both guilds, in both realms, if I don't 
kick the guy. If I keep him in there, the guild becomes a duplicate guild level one on the old server. So I don't want to kick that guy. So I hit promote to realm master, my old character. So you're making my head hurt. <laughs> so now I have two guilds for the price of one. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't have to collect my signatures. And I promoted my level one to guild master after a few days because it's a cool that I kicked them out and then I pull them back in the guild. You can't promote. It's the same thing. You can't leave the guild and come back in. But after reset, it's okay. It resets the thing. So my old character is now guild master of a level one guild with no guild tabs, which means I have zero tabs in my guild, but I have a guild. Right. And, and my new guild has a new name. You can change a guild name at the same time. Oh, yep. neat. The old guild gets to keep the old name, but the new guild is whatever you want to call it as long as the name is available. Oh, now I got two guilds. I don't have to go get guild signatures. I don't have to pay all these thousands of gold. I just have to rebuild the tabs. And all my stuff is on the server. That is my target server. (laughs) And my old guild master is still guild master of an empty guild. So I'm clicking on the bank right now. It says purchase tab for 100. So purchase one tab. Bam, there it is. Purchase next tab, 250. Bam, that's 350. Purchase next tab, 500. Bam, that's 850. Purchase next tab for 1,000. Bam, 1850. Purchase next gift for 2,500. Bam, that's 4,300 for five tabs. Next guild is 5,000. So I have six tabs for 9,300. And I would have paid probably a thousand gold a signature for five signatures. So instead of having to pay three, four thousand gold just to get it started, I just keep my old guild for 9,500 gold. I rebuild my all my, uh, my signature. You could say, well, you could just save your gold and sell the guild. Why? Once you have it on a level one, you don't have to sell. If you ever move back to that server, some right. people, when they uh, when they leave a guild, they do like uh, a purge. Batman. Yeah. They just burn the house on their way out the door. Batman, you know, like I understand the movie, uh, the formula that you want to kill the bad guy and you want to make him suffer but it's like this is not world of batman it's not arkham asylum this is world of warcraft and sometimes you just want to give something to somebody who doesn't know how to get the the stuff so i've given guild banks away i've promoted people to guild master i've given mounts whatever whatnot I've given gold. I gave one guy three tokens and I said, just buy me one token on the other server. Just so you understand the process. And he ran off with my gold. You're going to say, oh, Constructs, you wasted 680,000 gold. 
Well, not really. I taught somebody something, and they I taught them that all their efforts to sell vial of sands was a waste of time because they would never make six hundred thousand gold with a vial of sands. They just didn't have the patience. They realized that this was not the game for them. So did I did I get rid of a competitor? Well, I like to think I gave somebody in medical school a lesson about time management and <laughs> they decided that gold making just wasn't for them at that point. They're like, they were always dodging me saying, oh, you got this, you got this, you got that. Well, either you're my friend in the game or you're not my friend in the game, one or the other. And, you know, I'm not there to be, just like Aprilian was saying, I'm not there to babysit people. You know, I have goals, that things that I want to do. And then I just got a text message from Blizzard saying, your guild has moved to a new realm and has changed and or has changed faction. Follow your guild to its new home by purchasing a character service in the service shop and rejoin your guild automatically once your character service is complete. No, you can keep the old guild. You don't have to flush it. Right. So I'm deleting that. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not like, you don't do all the work for you. If you push the button, but you don't have to push the button. You can chart your own course. You can go into the forest and go exploring and adventuring. And one thing I did is I got all the flight pass. Anyway, that's uh, that's pretty much been my week. I know I've been running long, but I I had fun in WoW this week, which I had more fun in WoW this week than I've had in several months. Awesome. And that's been my week. All right. I find it very, very easy to be true. I'm on a schönsten forest of Zuhause Und auch sonst mich einst in die Welten aus Und in den Ferner suchte ich mein Glück Wer kennt den Weg, den Weg zurück? Granegis, how's your week in gaming been? My week in gaming has been good. I just uh, picked it or got Gave my one of my tunes a new hairstyle. Oh, nice! So, yeah, I thought that uh, about time that she got a new a new hairstyle. So, I also donated uh, some of your time last week after the show to help me out with stuff in uh, Final Fantasy. Yeah, it's. Well, so what I've done, uh, I've been playing a couple of other games for a bit uh, in between uh, Final Fantasy. I just dabble. I I usually dabble in the... uh, in a couple of games every every couple of weeks just like to to play some of the ones that I have in in, in my Steam library that I got for free uh, whenever they were available or some that I really like like for instance uh, 
couple of days ago, I I uh, I for a couple of hours I played House Flipper again, which I really like. It's like really relaxing to go and 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 uh, renovate a house, whatnot. So it's, yeah, um, finding ways to express your artistic uh uh yeah well mind like like getting into it and and then see what you can what you can do with the with the room over the house and uh yeah it's kind of neat and yeah so uh see what uh and and since they've updated it uh the game uh continuously and it's added a whole bunch of new new elements new items uh it's it's become better uh so yeah what else did i play uh i dabbled a little uh, i i tried to to play the starting a starting mission in Destiny 2, but I just apparently broke the game <laughs> because I played up until the point where I couldn't move anywhere else but outside of a, a spaceship, jump right. onto a, a asteroid, and I couldn't move from there. I couldn't move back into the ship without dying. Oh, wow. And when I aborted the mission, I couldn't back, couldn't get back into it. It would take me back to my ship to then go onto a planet, land on a planet, which I didn't want to do. I wanted to go and finish the mission. But that didn't work, so I don't know what I did wrong. But yeah, that's uh... Destiny Two is one of those games that, in the beginning, it was really, really good, but then eventually it turned strange because it basically removed content. Now, is that like Eve Online or is that mm, Eve Online is a sandbox game. Okay. Destiny Two is a story-driven shooter. Uh, Eve Online is a is is anything but a shooter. It's basically a a space sim. Where you go, where you can go and mine, you can go and craft, you can go and sell, whatnot. And uh, yeah, destiny is uh, is a shooter where you go and uh, yeah, fight. So, uh, what else did I play? Uh, uh, Call of Juarez. Gunslinger, 
was one of the games that I got for free uh, some some time ago. It was it, it's really funny. It's like yeah, it's a, you you play a gunslinger. Uh, I've played about fifty minutes worth of it. It was interesting, but then I th- I think I played it like on the last leg of my day, so I got too tired. So I just stopped for the night and haven't picked it up again yet. So, but it was fun to like, uh, it's got uh, the the first mission, so to speak, I played was uh, revolved around me uh, appearing to be friends with kind of uh, Billy the Kid so it was interesting concept uh, what else uh, I'm, uh, sometime in the not so distant future I want to get into Mass Effect uh, and finally start playing that. Uh, so that I can can finally uh, see what that's all about. Uh, I've heard whispers, maybe a little more than that about uh, what it's about, but but not really uh, intentionally. Obviously, is I wanted to play, want to play it eventually, so I didn't want to get spoiled. I don't want to get spoiled too much. So yeah, those are the games that I've played besides Final Fantasy, from what I can see. Um, Final Fantasy itself, uh, we still have a little Ladies Day going on until the 15th, so that's Wednesday, Tuesday, Wednesday, yes, so if if you're listening to this anywhere close to when it's been recorded, you can still go and get the stuff from the event and play the story. It's Again, as I said last week, it's a really, really good story. And uh, the dance is really nice. Um, so what have I done in the game? Um, first of all, uh someone on a, in a video the other day said something that i can absolutely agree with they said that final fantasy's major damage type is emotional emotional damage so uh and there's no resistance for it, so 
yeah so if you if you want to play the game be aware that uh that that's what you're going to run into um also as some of you may know my uh IRL work career was in the uh postal service right. uh and I thought that I had uh, left that uh, profession, but apparently Final Fantasy fourteen in Final Fantasy, I've caught up to it because there <laughs> there is a quest chain um, that uh, you have to deliver mail that. Yeah, that lets you deliver mail. <laughs> it's and in your blood. You, yeah, apparently. Um, after you finish the the first quest, you get a achievement called the post Moogle always rings twice. <laughs> so yeah. It's it's Koji Fox at his best. Koji Fox is the uh, localization lead or was the localization lead for the English version um, of Final Fantasy. Uh, there are dozens of quests in that quest chain. Um, I'm eventually going to get through them, but uh, since since my anything that's got to do with 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 my prior IRL work life is quite traumatic to for me. <laughs> I have to like stagger the 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 consumption of the quests. So uh yeah. Um also um apparently i'm too kind for my own good i believe because i got another achievement called the kindness of strangers oh. which i always which, depend on the kindness of strangers <laughs> it's from a streetcar named desire <laughs> which is for resurrect a player who is not in your party or alliance. Oh, nice. What a good guy you are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there was a, a dead person lying next to me in Limsa. And uh, I thought, yeah, sure, I might as well raise them. So, yeah, that's what I got out of it. Nice. Nice, yeah. Mm. It's like, uh, you know, one of my favorite ones in World of Warcraft is when you hug a dead, uh, when you're... Yeah, make love on Warcraft. Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I got a couple of uh, milestone achievements uh, for job, uh, uh, for jobs. Rogue. Mm. Level 60, Culinarian, level 90, and Carpenter, level 90. So, two 
one, uh, two more crafted jobs at next level for now. Um, as I said last week, with the implementation of the new uh, tribal quest, uh, tribal faction, the leveling of the crafting jobs is going to be a bit faster. And you can see that uh, in this case, uh, it really paid off. Then uh, I, I got the two latest ones to max. Uh, Uh, the latest custom delivery faction, I got to rank four out of five. You gain one rank per week and about half a level per faction with the max turn-ins. Uh, so you can turn in six, as I said, quite a few times, six uh, you have six uh, turn-ins per week and faction, and you can do up to 12 uh, turn-ins per week. So that's about, that is uh, about a level uh, if you do it on, on one character uh, or, or at one job at the same level. Um, so with the uh, with the newest faction, I reached level four. Um, out of five, um, I got a new achievement for turning in a number of items to the first Endwalker custom delivery faction person, in this case 36, since it's divisible by six due to the max turn-in number of six per week. So it's, and then uh, eventually you're going to get, I don't know what the reason is, it's just that uh, you can get achievements for I think 200 and whatnot uh, uh, turn-ins per, per faction is the max. I'm not sure as to, yeah, it's just a simple turn-in achievement. Um, I get to rank four reputation with the new tribal faction. I said that before. Um, well, it was custom delivery. It was rank four as well. So, yeah, rank four with the with the new tribal faction as well. Um, I have I have one more to go, and that's going to take two more to go. Two more to go, uh, because rank four is. Uh, the end rank is rank seven, so it's five, six, two more bars, nine hundred and 
90 is what I'm working on now. And then I think it's 1170 and 1320 respectively. And then 1720 are the respective uh, numbers that you need uh, with, with regards to rep amounts. Uh, so there are quite a few left. I got the first uh, reward that I that you can buy. You unlock that at Trusted. Oh no, Revered. Sorry, uh, I, I I got that. Uh, it's a minion. Oh, cool. Uh, I don't want to put it in the show notes because that's that would be spoiling um i but i will or i have put a picture in the, two pictures in the show notes of the new mount that you get as a reward so you can see that uh, if you look in the show notes you can see the first picture is a picture of the mount on the ground, uh, kind of on the ground. And the second one is a picture of you flying. This when it, it transforms into a kind of yeah flying machine thingy. It's it's cute. It's really, it's really nice. It has a special, uh, a mount special that is absolutely awesome. I haven't, I've only seen it once before something similar, and that was with another uh, tribal faction mount. Uh, but this is really. People should should really uh, either go watch a video if they don't, uh, if they aren't interested in uh, in being spoiled, or just uh, get to it. It's part of the story, as uh, all of the mounts are. And I mentioned this before, uh, you basically unlock the usage of the mount when you go through the story and then you use the mount that you eventually get for questing purposes. Um, so you do stuff with the with the uh, with the mount. There's like one one mount you have to trample ants one mount you have to uh uh use as a uh what is it called uh i can't remember what when you when you kill bugs in the field uh uh when you when you put chemicals in the on the Oh, crop dusting. Uh, 
Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, so, so that's there's another mount where you do that. Uh, and that's how they introduce the mount to you that you eventually get. Uh, this one has has another uh, has its own mechanic that uh, that is really really fun, as I said. Uh, yeah. So, what else have I done? Uh, yeah, let me just uh, put a screenshot of of my character with the new hair in the show notes. She needs to look at the camera. There we go. Need to doing this live. Uh, there. <laughs> Uh, and then you need to copy and paste. There we go. Oh, wow. That is gorgeous. Yep. You know, if you live in Tennessee, never mind. Whatever's in Tennessee stays in Tennessee. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Mm -hmm. No, but I. It's uh, very nice. I really like the boots too. And so, and what is that behind her? It's a staff. Oh, excuse me. Sparkly. It's her staff. So if you let's see. Uh-huh. Can we see pose? Uh there we go. We can do that. Uh the, um we're doing this live, guys. Um, yes. <laughs> G pose. Okay. Um, let me see. Oh, that's. This I is just lo really love the graphics in Final Fantasy fourteen. It's so crisp. Yeah, it is absolutely. It is absolutely gorgeous. There we go. Um, copy. Paste. Here's another. Uh, you can see a little better now. There's the second picture. Oh, yeah. Oh, I love the way the skirt flares out. Yeah, and, and again, that's... That's something that that wow absolutely does not have. Right. Is right. It it it's uh, it's a thing where where it it's much more real. Yes. 
lifelike is the wrong word for a garment, in my opinion. But yeah, <laughs> uh, a little too but much, yeah. uh, too much in the detail. No, but it's it. Yeah, so yeah, it it it's really. It's really cool. Yeah. It, it it it's really beautiful. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah. What does the terrible um, turnip do again? That's supposed to be so great. Excuse me. What does the terrible turnip do? That's supposed to be so great. The false swipe, which means one. One damage at one health, it won't die, so you can capture anything you want. Okay, gotcha. All right. So, as long as the um, the pet doesn't have a suicide mechanic, <laughs> like explode or self destruct, right? You can capture whatever pet with the uh, terrible turnip that you want. Gotcha. Yep. Okay. Sorry. However, it's a pesky, pesky. Um, Elemental, so it's really weak against some attacks like uh, water damage. Sorry, Green Grand Negus. No, no, it's all all good, all good. Uh, yeah, so uh, I think that is almost all I have for this week. Um. Like you said, as long as we're having fun. Yep. That's exactly. What and that I, I definitely do have fun. It's uh I, I got a ring. Cool. For what? From what? Uh time warped. Oh. Ooh, wow, congrats. nice. Congrats. I, uh... Oh, it's less. It's a PvP ring. It's not uh dang it. Uh... Not so cool after all. Not so cool after all. Dang it. <laughs> so I just wanted to add, I'm still in the game. <laughs> they didn't. Oh, they even though your me, time expired? They kicked me out, and then I logged. I just reconnected, and I'm, I'm back in. And I'm doing uh, pet battles with an ethereal. Uh, Old trader. Yeah, I didn't know you could level it. <laughs> yes, mm -hmm. you can level yeah, yeah. 25. Yeah, I thought it was just... It's a fantastic pet. I love it. Yeah, it's thought, really, really cool. I thought it was one of those pets that you could just... You couldn't... You know, there's a couple of pets you can't level. So... Yeah, I know. There's a couple of pets that are uh, disappointing. Yeah, like the Gruntlings. You can't level the Gruntlings. Why? Why not? Oh, so one of the coolest thing, pets in the game. Yeah, and... <laughs> and it does so much. Yeah. The other thing I wanted to say that I, I did, and I put a picture in the show notes, somebody in the Population One Facebook page said, oh, you want to do a good thing for your legs? Get a yoga mat. Get an extra large yoga mat. And I actually clicked on it in uh, one on Amazon, and I was getting ready to order it. And then I remembered that I had these tiles that go under my weights and mm -hmm. uh, and uh i i just put some i want to make a confession and the tiles also served as a reminder of keeping me in the same in the right area in within my guardian so that's really cool 
<laughs> Anyways, uh, what was your confession? What did this week? What was that? I didn't do yellow updates this week. Oh, you didn't do what? I, I, oh, that's okay. We can do it next week. It's no big deal. We'll do it next week. I just didn't have any time, and like everything I I, I did, I got soaked up into my um my family and stuff. All right. Well, let's give a shout out to both Curly and Kyle, our K's. <laughs> we have two very special K's. Oh. Special case. Oh, wait. <laughs> That's a cereal. <laughs> and uh, uh, just nice to have Kyle in the, in the, in the chat. And uh, we look forward to uh, when he uh, sends in a, an, a submission. Anything else we want to add before we go? I don't think so all right well thanks everybody i forgot i forgot to mention i donated uh, 14 mounts to my new guild oh. so i donated 13 vials of the sands because they're basically worthless now you make 100 gold profit on the vials of the sands oh, wow. which why would you make 100 gold or why would you dump the price that low right i don't understand right i i i guess some people get the the mountain dragon flight that um, that is a two seater, but it'll come back around. Like the market will come back. You don't have to destroy the market. Apparently, people think otherwise. I think people are looking for a quick way to make gold so they can pay for their sub. And it's like that's not how the game is. Like if you want to make gold now, you have to work at it. You, you can't just farm one recipe with the, the the mats being account wide or region wide you you have to find a specific market you're going to work you can't just and sink all your eggs in one basket right all right well thank you everybody for listening and we will be here next week bye chat room Bye, chat room. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for joining us. I'm a brilliant for the horde, for virtual reality, and for my sim. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Constrax, and I'm going to go play some Mech Warrior 5 because this tank is just smashing the, pulling the whole room everywhere I go. Oh my gosh, I keep dying. And this has been Grand Negus, rule of acquisition number 19. Satisfaction is not guaranteed. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Bye, chat room. That's what I get for trying to heal a dungeon and podcast at the same time. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I didn't even want to play my... Just a, little, just a little bit too much. I didn't even want to play my uh, working man tune. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel your pain. <laughs> and we are off the air in